section 85 of word portraits of famous writers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by robert robinson word portraits of famous writers edited by mabel e watton charles reed 1814 to 1884 from Coleman's Personal Reminiscences On arriving at Bolton Row, I was shown into a large room littered over with books, manuscripts, agenda, newspapers of every description from the Times and the New York Herald down to the police news. Before me stood a stately and imposing man of fifty or fifty-one, over six feet high, a massive chest, Herculean limbs, a bearded and leonine face giving traces of a manly beauty which ripened into majesty as he grew older. Large brown eyes which could at times become exceedingly fierce, a fine head, quite bald at the top, but covered at the sides with soft brown hair, a head strangely disproportioned to the bulk of the body. In fact, I could never understand how so large a brain could be confined in so small a skull. On the desk before him lay a huge sheet of drab paper on which he had been writing. It was about the size of two sheets of ordinary foolscap. In his hand, one of Gelat's double-barreled pens. Before I left the room, he told me he sent Gelat his books, and Gelat sent him his pens. His voice, though very pleasant, was very penetrating. He was rather deaf, but I don't think quite so deaf as he pretended to be. This deafness gave him an advantage in conversation. It afforded him time to take stock of the situation and either to seek refuge in silence, or to request his interlocutor to propound his proposal afresh. At first he was very cold, but at last, carried away by the ardor of my admiration for his works, he thawed, and in half an hour he was eager, excited, delighted, and delightful. 1856 From the Contemporary Review, 1884 The man in truth justified Lavater, for his physiognomy was noble, and his body the perfection of symmetry and grace. Nature gave him a forehead as high as Shakespeare's, but broader, the mild, pensive ox-eye so dear to the old Greek aesthetics, a marble skin, a mouth that was sarcasm itself. His personal attractiveness was phenomenal. In any room full of people, however illustrious, he became involuntarily for he was as little self-asserting off his paper as he was dogmatic on it, the center. Living immersed in bohemianism and in the society of a large-hearted yet not very cultured woman, he never parted company with his Ipsden breeding, and his natural bearing was that of one born to command. From Eclectic Magazine, 1880 In personal appearance, Mr. Reed is tall, erect, of a commanding presence, with a full, expressive brown eye and a noble brow. His manner is singularly dignified without being arrogant, and in society he sustains an enviable reputation as a conversationalist. End of section 85. Recording by Robert Robinson.